Hello, everybody. My name is Nick Jamel, and this is the conversation of our generation you're listening to. Uh, I'm the founder of the conversation of our generation, the creator of the podcast, and the host of the podcast here, as well as the blog, conversationofourgeneration.com. And I got an interesting show today, I think, for you. It's uh, a little bit about how every year or every day is the start of a new year and what we can do and how we can change our mindsets to fit that and be better at growing into the people that we should be better at doing the things that we need to do and accomplishing what we need to accomplish because of that mindset. And I hope it's a good episode for you. If you would like to find me other places, you can find me, like I said, conversationofourgeneration.com. If you go to the contact portion there, you can submit blogs, uh, guest blogs or comments for me, suggestions. You can find me on iTunes. You can subscribe to my podcast there. You can find me on Twitter at conofourgen or facebook.com slash conversationofourgeneration. Follow me. You can DM me, comment, like, share, whatever. As long as you are joining the conversation of our generation, you're making me a very happy person. I can tell you that much. And so um, with that, before I get too far ahead of myself, I'd like to let you guys hear from We Do Better. We Do Better is an organization that is trying to help charities connect the resources that they need in order to meet the human needs that they're trying to meet with their organization and with the mission that drives them and fuels them to be such a great solution in helping people in your neighborhood, in your community. And what I love about We Do Better is that it allows me to be active and ensure that I am going to be helping the people in my community, the people that I see, the homeless people on my streets right in front of me, and those people that I know need help because it keeps everything local. It keeps my contributions to charities in the area that I live and not going to some far off place or getting sucked away by you know government waste. Instead, I know that I'm giving to a charity that is going to be servicing people in my community and is doing so better than other solutions out there. So if you want to get involved, go to wedobetter.org and look around and see what great information there is there. There's plenty to look at. And then go to the contact part and tell them that you want to get involved. Or you can go to the Facebook page for We Do Better Indianapolis if you're in my area and let me know. Or search Facebook for your locality, just We Do Better My City, My State, and see what's out there for you to get involved with. We'd love to have as much help as possible because we believe in this mission. We believe in what's going on with We Do Better because it's about we the people meeting the human needs in our communities and rallying around our community to make them better and to help people who really need it the best way possible and the most efficient way possible. And that's what it's about. So if you want to get involved, again, it's wedobetter.org. Go there and contact them and let them know that you want to get involved. And so let's go ahead and hop into the quote of the day. And by the way, if my voice is a little off, I'm sorry, I'm kind of in the middle of a cold right now. I kind of had it last week and it's lingering a little bit. So this may not be the longest show because, well, I don't feel the best and this isn't great for my voice, but I'm going to go ahead and get through this for you guys because I want to get you guys the content that, you know, you rely on weekly and it's important to me as well to share these things too. 
so that I don't drive people around me crazy talking about it. And so this quote is from Benjamin Franklin. It says, be at war with your vices, at peace with your neighbors, and let every new year find you a better man. And obviously there's a mindset that the new year is a time to get to the things that we haven't done yet. It's a time to, you know, kind of launch, you know, an improvement in our lives. You know, we have people buy gym memberships like crazy and they go for like two months. And once spring break rolls around, the gym is like empty again. And, you know, people probably go and buy a bunch of musical instruments and all these things that they want to learn, books, etc. And they make all these commitments and it kind of peters off because, you know, you have time. I mean, I have a whole year to do it, right? <laughs> and so your mentality is stuck there that like I have a whole year to accomplish this. And so people kind of peter off. They stop sticking to their commitments as much because of that mindset. But he says to be at war with your vices, which, you know, if you're in war, you don't get to put it off a year because, well, you know, it's okay. They, they can have that part of the battleground. No, you, you have to be constantly struggling with those problems and trying to better yourself and pull yourself away from those vices. And obviously being at peace with your neighbors is something that you have to practice every day with being nice to people, being kind to people, uh, and extending a handout in charity and in peace to the people around you. Um, and then obviously if you do that regularly on a daily basis, you're consistently practicing those two things and figuring out what your vices are that you need to work on, uh, figuring out how you can reach out to your neighbors, then the next year will find you a better man. But I want to kind of reframe what the next year is because today is a year out from, uh, you know, it's been a year since December 4th, which is when I'm recording this podcast, uh, 2017. And it's a year until December 4th, 2019. So it's a new year. And I'm going to talk a little bit about how I'm Catholic. So Advent is a new church year for us. Um, you know, we have other types of New Year's, your birthday or the new school year, all these things. And how each of those milestones hopefully pushes you forward. But maybe we can find a way where instead of needing those, you know, five or six milestones per year that kind of show like, oh, time's gone by, I need to get going. What if we could make that just our constant mindset? And so that's what I'm going to try to do in part because I think it's a good trick for other people. And it's something that I really want to cement in myself because it's something that I can do from now and from time to time to get myself going. But it's something that I don't think of regularly, and I want that to be my constant mindset. And so with that, uh, what is you know different in your life? Today's December 4th, 2018. What's different in your life from last year? You know, where do you want to be this time next year, right? It's going to be close to Christmas time again. Next year, it's going to be a little bit after Thanksgiving, what, where, where are you in your life? What do you want to be doing this time next year? 
if it's the same, how do you want to be better? Do you want to have learned more, read more books? Maybe, you know, I don't, I don't know your life. I know for me, looking back in, you know, this time last year, I had my blog, Conversation of Our Generation. I didn't have a podcast. I've now done, um, this is the 42nd episode. So I've done 42 podcasts when this one's finished this year. I've graduated college, um, gotten engaged and uh, bought a house, gotten a big boy job that, you know, um, and so it's been a big year. I've had a lot of milestones and I don't think I even foresaw all of these coming this by this time. I know that this time last year I was doing everything I could to make sure I didn't work retail anymore, uh, that I had a regular job or regular hours on a job so I could get into a routine. I know I was planning on graduating college because um, my course my course track said I should have. Uh, as far as being engaged, I wasn't sure. Uh, as far as buying a house, I wasn't sure. I kind I knew I kind of wanted to. And, you know, as far as being engaged, I knew I liked the girl that I was with and we were getting along really, really well. So I just wasn't sure on the whole getting married thing yet. I didn't know. And so my present was not something that I fully envisioned last year, but I did envision parts of it. And for me, looking back, I can see a couple other points in this past year that really kicked me in the butt to get thinking about certain things. Uh, like buying the house as I was graduating college and I was finishing up, I really knew that I didn't want to live at home, obviously, after school, and I didn't want to rent anything either. So that was kind of my option was to buy something. And so I started really shopping uh, as far as with me and my fiance, I did a lot of thinking come the new year. And as we realized that her lease was going to expire and she wasn't sure what her roommate situation was, you know, I was thinking, well, what do I want to do about this and about whether or not we move in together, whether or not what that looks like. And so it's been a kind of wild ride. And for me now looking forward, I think, where do I want to be this time next year? I know that I want to be at the company that I'm with now, doing amazing things for them uh, because it is a startup and there's a lot of change going on. I'm not really sure what my role is going to be in a year, but I do know that I want to be with them and progressing with them and helping this company build. I know where kind of we want to see the company at, uh, what what it looks like, what our product looks like, what how big we are looks like, those things. I know that. With the blog, you know, I know where I want to take this. I have a few ideas in mind for what I want to do with the blog. One of them's just kind of a new idea that I'm starting to work with. A couple of them are pieces of content that I want to put out and add value further with you guys. So I'm starting to formulate that idea, but I haven't fully formulated that. However, I do know some of the next steps that I have to take, some of the immediate things. I also, I guess I will say too, with me being engaged, I plan on being married this time next year. So there's a lot of, that's kind of getting in the way of some of the other thought cycles that I have to have on my professional side, because there is some things in my personal life that I have to 
uh, tend to as well, but it's a, it's a constant battle for me to stay working in the present, but looking towards the future, what the future I want to have is. And if you kind of take each new day as that opportunity to create something and to look for that or look back at what you were a year ago, where you were and where you're going from a year from now. I think that that's the best way to do it, but this isn't a crazy idea. I know we definitely have these milestones each year that we look forward to that signal a change for us. And I kind of wanted to go through those and why I think that they're important. So the first one that we know about is a very personal one, which is your birthday. And obviously this is something that you celebrate every year here in America and across the world. And it's a personal thing. It's a personal milestone for you. It's, you know, it's a celebration of another year of you revolving around the sun on this rock here in this earth. And so I'm not, you know, one for the, you know, your truth, but it is a new year for you. It's, it is, you know, it's a new milestone and it's a time for me. And personally, I've had this be a time, a lot of times where I do kind of look back and say, oh, wow, look at all the crazy things that have happened to me. That's awesome. And where do I want to be next year? What, what do I want my next birthday to be? What do I want to be looking back on? And so from this year, all those milestones that I mentioned, graduating, getting engaged, buying a house, new job, all of those were things that have happened since my birthday in April. So it's been a short span of time, but this time last year, I was thinking about half of those things, three-fourths of those things very seriously, and, you know, the engagement, you know, that whole part, was I was thinking about very seriously a few months from now, or a few months from now, last year. Yeah, and if that makes sense. And so it was the constant thinking about what my life wants to be. And I wasn't thinking about it in these terms that I'm speaking of right now, but that trying to shape my life was a big part of why when my birthday kind of came around, I think it did kick me in the butt to make a lot of action. I started really diving in on the house. I really was working a little bit on this podcast and I'd had a few episodes, but I really dove in on it and really tried to figure out what this is supposed to look like, what I want this to craft to be. And so it definitely helps to have that kind of a milestone where you have to look at this past year and figure out what it is that you've accomplished and where it is that you want to be in another year, because we need those reminders. We need, it almost, as like Jordan Peterson would say, it almost acts like a judge to say like, did I move forward this year? Did I progress in the way that I wanted to in my life this year? And I think that that time is a judge on you in some respect because, you know, you set goals and you set timelines for them. And when you don't meet the timeline, you know, maybe that's okay. Maybe it's all right if it's a month late for you to get something done. If you're trying to save up money to buy a house and, you know, you're kind of thinking this is about your timeline and it takes another month because something goes out, whatever. But like, if you're not even started, 
on practicing something or starting something, then you've really gotten behind the ball and you need to get going because you need that kick in the butt then. And I need it a lot of times too. I, I'm kind of doing this show because I need a kick in the butt on a couple of things that I'm working on. And I think that the birthday is a great one. And there's other days like this that you can look to. Sometimes it's a celebration. Sometimes it's your favorite holiday that comes around. Um, I know Thanksgiving is my favorite and it's a time for me that I kind of sometimes look at as, okay, I can unwind a little bit, but I do still think I need to stay moving on some things because I have a lot of work that I still have to do, so I can't totally unwind. And when you get back into work, I have to be in work mode. And so there's other, you know, St. Patrick's Day is another one because it's spring's coming and it's my birthday's on the way and all these things. And so you kind of have those times that you can mark where things are changing and, you know, this day comes around and you're like, oh, wow, that's, you know, we're getting into this next season. We're getting into this next period. And I need to remember that and get going on some of the things that I need to get going on before that season comes or that period in my life comes. School uh, starting back up is another good one. That's kind of not very personal to you, but it's, if you're still in school, it's a great time that you can really double down on some of the promises that you made to yourself on things you want to do. But I think that some of the more important ones that we come across with this being, you know, like I said, Advent season, I think that that's a great one that we can look at because it's more of a community thing. It's kind of like school. Um, it's, not a personal new year it is a a community new year a faith uh, within your faith community and i think it's good to have those as well i think it's great to have a bunch of people around you who are starting on a new journey with you and this one's a spiritual journey it's the beginning of the new year where instead of talking about the hellfire and brimstone of revelation like we have for the last few weeks at mass we're talking about the waiting of the coming of Jesus Christ for the first time, the the salvation that he brings. And in that time, we're supposed to cleanse ourselves and to reflect on ourselves and to prepare for that coming because that coming is kind of what marks the end of this new year period, you know? And I'm not explaining this totally correctly doctrinally. I'm trying to work it into a little bit of what I'm trying to convey too. So I'm meshing these two things. So for the Christians out there who I'm kind of whitewashing this a little bit, just let it go. Um, and so this time though is a great time to, for me, I've noticed to really reflect on my spirituality, where I stand and where the things that I need to be doing that have lapsed, the things that I could add to what I'm doing because I should in order to grow my spiritual life. And, you know, is it that I should be praying every day more or reading the Bible more or looking at something else, uh, you know, something else that we can, I can do to improve myself. And I think that that is a 
question that you have to ask yourself this time of year. And obviously, with as a Catholic, we have Lent as well, which is a very good time for this sort of reflection also. Um, and it also has a great celebration at the end, too, with Easter. But I think these spiritual kind of New Year's and these spiritual markers for me are a time that really pull me back into thinking about God, that pull me back into wondering more about what my spiritual life is like, What, but more importantly, reflecting on the nature of what that spiritual life is supposed to be worshiping, what I'm supposed to be looking towards with God, what I'm supposed to be hearing from God and listening more and, or, you know, being open to hearing and trying to pay attention to the things around me that point towards God more and more. That's why, you know, there's that, all the movies have that kind of miracle-like thing to them is people are looking for that this time of year because we know that what we're waiting for, even the people who are, you know, Jewish or atheist in, you know, uh, Hollywood making a lot of these movies because most of them aren't, you know, devout Christians. Some of them are nominally Christians. They have, I think, this sense still of what they're waiting for with that, you know, the coming of Jesus uh, being born in a manger. And a lot of the Christmas movies, I think, really reflect that same that same idea, which I think is really cool. I think it's good to still see that even if it's not expressly said that that's what you're watching. It is what you're watching. And so that's good from, from my perspective to see. Uh, but I think that this is a good time for, you know, Christians to go back and get back into mass these next three Sundays of Advent, you know, trying to reestablish that relationship that we have, that we should have with God and really reflect on these things. And it's good to have those kicks in the butt for spiritual things because we have it for school where we start learning again. We have it for the new year where we start exercising or whatever it is again for a while or working on reading a book a week or whatever your new year's promise is. Um, I think that we need to have these spiritual ones too, where, I mean, obviously, because it's the most important part of life, I think, is the spiritual life. It's the one that, you know, kind of still goes on after we die. The rest of it doesn't. And so it's probably the most important one to really focus in on. And I think it's important that we look to Advent, that we look to Lenten time, um, to really leap forward in our spirituality and get ourselves a jump start so that we have our feet under us and we can continue to march throughout the rest of the year when we don't have this crutch or this reminder telling us that we need to be getting ready for the coming of Jesus and we need to be getting ready for uh, whatever it is that may be coming our way spiritually. Plus, I also think that Advent is a great way to remember the idea that I kind of talked about earlier of when you're on this day, you need to start 
picturing what that day is going to be like this day next year and where I want to be. Well, with Advent, it's the whole four weeks is about where do I want to be spiritually to be able to receive Christ back? And how do I, over these next four weeks, what can I learn? What can I do to be more or to be closer to accepting, you know, Christ back into this world every year? And, you know, because he's all, I mean, he's always here. He doesn't just come back for Christmas. Let's just be clear. It, But it's symbolically, that's what we're really trying to reenact. And so what is it that I can do in my spiritual life that, you know, allows me to take him back into my life for, you know, this next year until he comes again? How can I prepare for that? What, what, where am I now and what can I do for that? Where do I want to be? And you start kind of putting yourself in that future place. Well, I want to be praying every day. I should be doing that. Well, I should probably read the Bible too. And I should be going to church. Well, those are three things that I, you know, could do if you're not doing them. Or maybe if I'm doing those three things, then I could, you know, read more of the Bible or go out and join an organization and start doing charity every once a month on Saturday, something like that. And you start building more and more into what you can be. And I think that that's important for us to do. I think that we really ought to be looking forward and saying, putting ourselves in, in, into the future and asking where we want to be because uh, there's a psychological study that I looked at in one of my classes that said basically the way that we talk about our self in the future is the same that we talk about other people that we care about. So, you know, a good friend or something like that, but we still think of ourselves in the future as another person. They're not here and now, it's just, it's someone else. And so to really almost exercise our empathy that we talked about uh, recently, you know, to exercise that and put ourselves in our future selves' shoes and ask where we should be for that person, well, now we know what we need to do, just like you would with a friend. Like if, if a friend was having troubles and you wanted to help them, you'd be asking yourself what you can do to help your friend. Well, how can you help yourself in the future? How can you set yourself up in the future so that you can continue to do so for yourself in the future and then for the people around you as well? And I think having that mentality, having that look towards the future is a great way to do that. And then last, I think we still obviously have to talk about New Year's. Um, and it's really because it's it's a societal thing. It's It's a marking on the calendar, and it only means anything because that's the day we chose to start the new year. You know, there's the Chinese New Year, there's the Jewish New Year, and... Both of those are not necessarily the, I mean, they, I think they are, I know, I don't know about the Chinese New Year, but I know the Jewish New Year is religious because it is, you know, something set by God and so they do have a ritual around it, but it's not like Advent 
necessarily, from what I can tell. But I'm also not a scholar on, you know, Judaism. But we could have chosen any day, basically, is my point. And so whatever day we choose, we as a country come together and say this is a new year where we are going to try to improve ourselves. And, you know, there's the whole new year, new me, all that stuff. Well, that's great. I think it's great to have and everyone around you thinking the same way for the most part. I mean, there's people who probably are cynical and say, man, no one's going to really stick to this. And, you know, I know I've done it a little bit too, but there are people who change their lives on New Year's that start working out and that year they lose 50 pounds and they keep going and then they live a healthy lifestyle the rest of their life. There's people who do that. There's people who, you know, say, I'm going to read this amount of books this year and it becomes such a habit that they actually read double of that because they just start to fall in love with it. And so there's all sorts of great things that can come from it. But I think that having that support group around you of your community, your country, all welcoming in this new time at the same time is good. I think it, you know, does create a sort of societal fabric that we can all count on a little bit, which is a good thing. I think it's, I think it is good. I do. And it is a great time to look at yourself and say, where do I want to be on January 1st next year? And it's really great because if you're young like I am, you're probably hungover and thinking, wow, I drank way too much last night. That wasn't smart. I should probably drink less this year. <laughs> and that's probably one of the first things you start with. But, you know, you have a little bit of time to sit and reflect on these things. And I think it's good. I think we need that. We need, for those people who don't have Advent, you know, for those people who don't mark their lives other ways throughout the year, you need some point where you get a kick in the butt to say, hey, time's passing, man. You got to get moving. And so I think that's a good, you know, it's good to have that new year to do that. But I want to challenge you guys, and I'm going to challenge myself on this to really commit to something on, if you do commit to something on new year, that it is a substantial goal that gets you to somewhere else that you want to be, that over the next month, you spend time thinking about where do I want to be a year from today? And then basically, if you think about that for a month, now you have a pretty good idea. And then you can say, okay, so what are the things that I need to do to get there? And then those could be your New Year's resolutions. Create a list and start checking them off and start, you know, every time you come across some milestone, your birthday, your start of the new school year, this or that you know, revisit that list and see if anything's changed. You know, maybe it is, uh, you know, you get a new job and instead of being able to buy a house like you were planning, now you're in a huge city like San Francisco and, well, that's out of the question. So, <laughs> you know, you have to rent and that one goes by the wayside, but now it's maybe saving so that when this job allows you to move back home, you can buy a house or whatever it is. 
I don't know. It's your life. I don't know really who's listening, so (laughs) you got to figure this out for yourself. I can't tell you, but I think it's important to write that down, have that idea set in stone of what you were thinking, and then you can revisit it. You can always, I mean, it's not like it's the Bible that you write in here that you can't change. You can go back and say, this isn't working for me. Uh, I already got this thing knocked out and it's only April. Now what do I do? Well, you can make some, you, you can make another New Year's resolution. It's not, you know, who cares? And just have it done by next April. But I think that we need to have these milestones. And I think if you don't have the other ones, New Year's is a great one for you to start. And it's more than just, oh, I'm going to try to go to the gym more. No, like, I am going to get myself in shape and start eating better and make sure that, you know, that I'm healthy, right? And that I lose this many pounds. So the end goal is that I lose this many pounds, but these are all the things that I have to do. Well, how do I start figuring out these things? Well, let's make the list. For me, my goal next year is going to be to read more. Not sure how many books. I'm going to have to kind of assess that, but I have to look at my archive over here and see how many I have and see how costly it would be to read past what I have currently. But I want to have this content pushed out for you guys. I want to have, you know, be married. (laughs) So that's going to be another thing that I have to work on. You know, I want to advance in my job and advance my company forward. Uh, I have a lot of things that I want to do. And I want to, so I want to write them all down. And I, I, I can't even get through them all right now because I've been talking about other stuff for the past, you know, 35 minutes. So it's definitely uh, something that I need to sit down and work out. But I wanted to share it with you guys because I want you guys to sit down and work this out as well because it's good to have that reminder. And then every day you can start thinking, well, where is it that I want to be next year? You know, you kind of have that down. Well, what can I do then to attain these things? And as the year moves on, your kind of life goes on. It changes each day. If you're ask yourself the question each day, where was I this day last year? Where do I want to be this day next year? If you ask yourself that, I can guarantee you that not only will your life just move forward, you will be directing the way it moves forward very, very well. And it's just a simple two questions. Where was I this day last year? Where do I want to be next year? I guess, and then third, what do I need to do to get there? Or what can I do today to get me there? And so four, I'd say those four questions. Ask yourself those each day and remember each day as that evolves what that looks like. Maybe it's each week. Maybe maybe that's what it is. I don't know what it is for you, but I like a daily reminder of, you know, kicking me in the butt to say, hey, get going, man. But I think it's an important thing for us to start thinking about because 
we need to be moving forward. We have too many people in our country without a direction, without a purpose, without knowing what they want out of life. And, uh, you know, I was listening to podcasts this week and apparently this is the second year in a row and the first time in decades that for the second year in a row, life expectancy has fallen. And it's because of drug overdoses and suicide. That's what's bringing down the average life expectancy. And, you know, it's in large part because people don't have that driving purpose. They don't know what their purpose is. They don't have anything to work towards. And so they just meander around. And my hope is that I can reach a couple people with this that take this to heart and start moving forward and, you know, better their lives. If someone who is totally on the wrong path, who doesn't have any direction, hears this and takes it, that'd be all the more better. But for the person who's in college and doesn't know what they want to do, who's in a career that they've been in for a few years and don't see it going anywhere and don't know how to make a change, you know, and don't know what they should do to move forward in their life for people who, you know, are dating someone for five years and don't know what they want to do about it. You know, ask yourself where you want to be in a year and what you need to do to get there. What, do you want to be in the same spot next year? I don't think so. You know, we want to move forward. And I hope that this is a trick that we can use, that you can use to move yourself forward, to progress towards some goal that you set for yourself to be better, to grow and to learn and to become a more perfect you. Because the more people who do this, the more people who do move intentionally towards something, the more it's going to affect our communities and, you know, your family and your friends. And then your city, your state, and then your country, and then the world. And, you know, it, it trickles up. And each time it trickles up, it, you know, it gets lost a little bit in the weeds. But it's still, there's still an impact there. And the only person who can, or the only entity that can change the world is people, is an individual, a, per, a person, not that the group of people. I mean, they can, but it's a bunch of persons going around doing that and so we have to be the ones who stand up and say I'm going to change my life and I'm going to move forward and each one of us has to do it each one of us has to take that journey so I just invite you guys to take it with me you're listening to me every week hopefully and you will hopefully glean some insights from this as I go along and hear my progress towards my goals, but I hope that you take this to heart and you do it as well, and that as you do so, your life improves, things start changing for the better, that you look back in a year from today and you say, wow, that was awesome. I did so many cool things. I, I moved forward so far in my life. I'm in such a better place now. I'm so better set up to achieve more. And next year, I can even do more than I did last year. That's what I want for you guys. That's what I want for myself. 
And that's why I want it for you guys. So with that, thank you guys for listening to the conversation of our generation. I appreciate you guys coming. If you want to get on the guest blog, you can find me conversationofourgeneration.com slash contact or facebook.com slash conversation of our generation or Twitter at con of our gen. You can DM me or message me on either of those places. I can take that and run with it as well. And also, if you are listening to this on my website, go to iTunes and subscribe to the podcast there. That helps. Leave a rating and a review. That helps a lot as well. Five stars preferably will help more. Um, But if you're enjoying this, definitely just find ways to engage with it. Follow me. Subscribe. Whatever it is. And interact with me. I I enjoy talking back. Not like talking back, but you know, talking to people and getting into the conversations because that's what this is about. It's about starting that dialogue so that we can move forward as a generation, as a society, as a culture, as everything, that we can all have this conversation and move forward together instead of forcing it down either political side's throat. We decide on what I want my life to be, what we want our lives to be, and we can figure out how to let each other live each other's lives and at the same time understand each other and hopefully find the best lives for ourselves too in the dialogue. So thank you guys for listening to episode 42 of the conversation of our generation. Let's get the dialogue going. I'll talk to you next week.